Oh my goodness, y'all, thank you all for being here. I have to apologize. I took a long time coming back. Wow, it's been a long time coming. And I just want to thank you all for listening to my first episode. It was so long ago. But, you know, I, I went through so much as everyone else in the world. So um, I just want to keep on praying saying prayers to everyone and pray for the best. Um, so I'm back. As you all know, I'm Coach Ramirez, um, the CEO of Inspired Tree. And I just want to take a second to talk about that name. I had several people, several of my friends asked me, where did Inspired Tree come from? I also had a, a business partner ask me, what does Inspired Tree mean? So <laughs> I was like trying to explain it. I realized, man, I'm going on and I'm rambling and rambling. So I might be rambling now, but I hope you get the understanding of where I get Inspired Tree. So I'm... I love nature. Nature is my thing. I love animals. I love the trees. I love the grass. I love the wind. I love the beach. Look, put me in nature as long as I'm not with like things that kill me, like scorpions or snakes or alligators. But put me in nature with some nice, calm, soothing animals like birds, as long as they don't shit on my head. <laughs> I would sit there all day I would sit there all day and just enjoy the breeze the scenery the sound it's so peaceful to me so one day I was sitting there um, outside and you know the house that I was at you walk there was like a a walkway up to the door and next to the door you could put like a chair or something so you got like a bench I think we had a bench in front like not in front of the door but like next to the door and there's a tree um, by like not so close to the driveway but it was right there in the front yard and I was looking at the tree and it wasn't that much breeze that day but it was enough to make the branches move and I heard the birds and and I saw the squirrel so look at the squirrel was trying to steal something from the <laughs> bird but I was thinking to myself like wow look how this tree is giving life <laughs> look how this tree is sheltering these these wonderful creatures but then also at the same time the earth and the sun give the tree life like everything is in a cycle and I was just like I know it sounds so silly but I was in such awe just to think about how the roots catch ground and draw up the water from the ground and the water just travel up into the tree into the branches giving it life and having it either create flowers that's also feed the birds and then they make real nuts that may feed the squirrels and just seeing how powering that is I just saw that so inspiring that these trees stay there for years and they just grow strong and tall 
and you get so gentle and soothing and homey <laughs> and to that that makes sense to me I just find that so I find it just to say that it was so inspiring that's why I call my business or name my business Inspired Tree. So there's more to that. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I got Inspired Tree from. So enough about that part. Um, I'm really here today. I know we're supposed to talk about love and evolve and I'm still with love and evolve. I just haven't been doing that in, lately, but I'm, I'm back and I'm going to try my best to keep on top of it right consistency is 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 important but um i'm here to share a story a couple weeks ago i post something on instagram and it says my heart has healed but my body remembers. And of course it went on into saying that you must have a voice. I lost my voice a long time ago. Listen up for this story. I lost my voice when I was 13. Before that, I was like a good ju- uh, <laughs> a good lucky <laughs> sorry tongue twisted I was a very happy child I was an extrovert if anybody remember me all my friends or childhood friends or people who had known me back then I had a big mouth <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not going to say I was like a popular child, but I would say I was well known. And I was so excited to be in junior high and I was like, the year, school year was about to end and I was going to go into eighth grade and that was just one more year before I hit high school. And I knew what high school I was gonna go to because I was proud. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna be part of this school. My mom was part of this school. Yes, the legacy gonna go on. <sighs> but on March 19, 1999, that dream was taken away from me. It was taken away. I was violated. Um, I was assaulted sexually at the age of 13. And my life turned upside down. I was scared. I was frightening. I didn't think I was going to make it out alive. I did. I did. I did. This 
I don't know what spoke to him. All I know is God was in my side. And I ran home like nobody business. I mean, I ran home. I, I, I was a track star anyways when I was in elementary. So with all my boots and everything, I ran home. And I went straight to my mom. And when she realized what was going on, straight to the damn hospital. Wow. That day was the longest day of my life. Now some people say, oh my God, today is long. Wait. <laughs> if you went through anything traumatic, let me tell you. Those days are the longest days. Of the 24 does not even. It's, it's longer than that. There's more hours than that day. It feels like it goes on forever. But I digress. You know, the worst thing about that is the feeling afterwards. Yes, the act has been done. Like, it's over with, right? But the feelings linger. feel ashamed for something you haven't done or asked for. You're embarrassed. I was surely embarrassed. I didn't want to go back to school. And having the mother I had, and I still have, she didn't even think about putting me back in school. Man, she went down to the offices and make sure she spoke to all the teachers and gathered all my schoolwork. And I did it and sent it right back in. the guilt, the embarrassment. And then feeling worthless. Not feeling enough. Not feeling adequate. Low self-esteem. Lack of self-love. The confidence went out the window. Everything that I was so proud of, of about my body, and my thinking didn't exist no more. So the positive thinking disappeared along with my voice. It took years, lots of practice to allow or to make myself be heard Am I been scared to say anything? I, for many years, been afraid to speak in public. I was afraid of what, what would happen afterwards. And, you know, <laughs> for anyone else who haven't experienced that, they probably like, how is that related? But it is. I'll explain that in another episode if that's what you want to hear, but it is. It's related. So, all the debates that I wanted to join, I never did. Public speaking, didn't want to do it. 
didn't want to be captain of the team. And that's the stuff I had thrived for before all of that. Oh my God. <laughs> they all change. So years after uh, going to high school, I was an introvert. I got into my bubble. I stayed into myself. I only spoke to a few people and no one really knew me and I loved it. I didn't want no attention to be. I did not want a spotlight on my head. And I continued to live my life that way. I felt safe in small numbers with people. So anyways, I practice regaining my voice by expressing how I feel. For a long time at that time, 13 all the way through probably, probably until I went to college, I was not expressing how I feel. And even during college, it was hard for me to express how I feel because I always was thinking about how the other person feel and I felt like their feelings were worth more than mine's. Worth more than mine. <laughs> so, it took a lot. It was my mom um, encouraging me to speak, say how I feel. And me, knowing that my voice is just as good as everyone else. My feelings is just as valid as everyone else. And I had to get myself out of that mind space of thinking that my voice was not worth it or my feelings is not worth being heard. Years upon years upon years of continuing to practice expressing how I feel to anyone that encountered my way. Now, sometimes I will blow up. <laughs> Other times I'm like, let me talk to you softly. We all human, right? I had to learn how to manage that in relationships, whether it was romantic or within my siblings, my mom, friends. I had to work, especially work. Oh, look, let me tell you something. I had no problem expressing my feelings with work. you just a paycheck. Excuse me. <laughs> but, but I learned. And up today, I still do my best. When I have that floor, I take advantage of that floor. My words may not come out. It may not be complete, but give me the opportunity to speak. And I will. And if you don't want to give me the opportunity to speak, I'm going to let you know in a nice, respectful way that you will give me the opportunity to speak. But, so, it's still a practice. And I do it each and every day. And there's so many methods I use to help me remind myself that I am worth it and my feelings are valid. The second thing that was kind of, oh, I won't say destroyed, but mm, it, the sexual self basically distort my thoughts of my body and 
self-esteem. Even as a teenager, <laughs>、um, I didn't feel worthy. And as I get older,、um, or as I got older, I still was feeling a little bit inadequate, or I feel like I should have this, or I should have that. At times, I didn't feel like my body was matured enough. And then when I gained weight, I felt even worse. <laughs> But then I had to look within myself. Yeah, one day I just I look at a picture, an old picture of myself, and I was small, and I was like, at that time I didn't like my body, but I look good. I'm not saying I don't look good now. I'm just saying I was physically fit and I was good. So now I'm older, had a baby, getting a little weight. Losing weight now. What really matters about the weight? Will the weight actually change the way I feel inside about myself? Will it actually make me feel better? Bring up my, improve my self-esteem, improve my self-love for myself. That didn't make no sense. Improve my self-love. <laughs> Would it? And that's when I realized, like the light bulb switch. I was like, man, I have to start to change the way I think about myself, about my body. I really do. So at that time, I was married. <laughs> I was married, and I remember I asked him, I asked this guy.、Oh. My ex-husband. I asked him, "Do you think my boobs are sagging?" And he turned around. And he said, "Yes." And I look at him like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, why would you? Why would you even be honest about that?" <laughs> But then I look in the mirror and I was like, "Well, I could do something about that." And then afterwards, I was like, "But I still look good." Like that's something I can't really. I could change it, but do I really want to go through that? That change. Um, surgery, I would say. I was like, you know, exercise will do it. Exercise. So I was exercising, and eventually I got pregnant, and that's when. Everything went like out the window. Like, oh my God, I don't like the way I look. Oh my God, I hate the way I look. Oh my God, my face turning, my neck turning black, and oh my God, oh, 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 oh. like, oh, 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 oh. like, oh my God, too much changes, too many changes. There was so many changes going on, and then my body, my my mind, my body was not like aligned. My heart and my body, my mind was not aligned, and I was just like, oh my God, I was going through so much. But it was just all about the way I feel about my body. We all gonna go through changes throughout pregnancy. After the pregnancy, I still was not happy. I lost some of the weight, but I still was not happy. I was like, 
this sucks. My mom always would say, don't worry, when your child get older, you'll be able to exercise and, you know, you you lose the weight. Well, I lost a lot since then. I did. But it it still goes back to, am I worth it? And I really believe some of it for me personally stem from that incident that happened 20 something years ago. So although I'm still exercising, I'm still eating right, I'm doing my boxing, I'm doing my my spinner, well, stationary bike, whatever you might want to call it. I'm practicing ways to love myself. So each and every day I wake up and I embrace my body. I keep on telling myself I love myself. I will pray to God, thank you for allowing me just to continue to walk, to continue to breathe, to continue to speak, to continue to hug. Just showing so many ways of loving myself. And I notice that as I continue doing that, like little by little, my self-esteem improves. Little by little, my confidence is growing. Little by little, I am putting more positivity thinking. So my the thought distortions about my body is slowly dwindling away. And I just feel like everyone, especially anyone that went through that I went through, deserve to feel love and to love themselves. So that's why I'm here. That's why I decide that I want to be a coach. I've been running away from this for so long. Running away from (laughs) trying to put that in the past, but not realizing that even though it was ugly, the outcome of it, of learning to rebuild this new person who I am, learning to grow from that and learning to forgive myself I have become who I am today am I perfect? no, not perfect but I'm better than I was 10, 20 years ago I am more in love with myself And so I invite you to be more in love with yourself as well. So if when you are ready, whenever you are ready to share your story, to break those walls, to work through those, (laughs) climb those mountains and Work through those 
obstacles that's holding you back. I am here to help you through it. I'm here for you to get your voice back. I'm here to help you love every inch of your body. Because no one else will love you more than you. Thank you for listening to me. I am here. You can always follow me on Instagram. My pen handle is Inspire Coach, Inspire Tree Coaching, sorry. <laughs> and also you can follow me on Facebook, Inspire Tree Coaching there as well. Thank you for listening. And until another episode, have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed day.